0: Strong and get
1: it. The birthplace of talk radio.
2: See all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh.
0: Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah.
2: It's such a bizarre
1: world. I apologize for that. All right, go. Go. I'm not afraid of tyrants, and That's no American should be, because we
2: outnumber them greatly. This is Ed McMichael. And now, he. Armstrong and Getty.
1: Who I'm from Studio C? Hey, senor. You know what it is? It's a dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And on this little Wednesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager.
0: William Barr, Attorney General of the United States, ready to bring the thunder
1: to the House of Representatives. Thunder, thunder. It's my imagined Dragons. Um, uh, what's happening with that today? I saw something he's about
0: the, him. Uh, He's going to be testifying before the House Judiciary your, 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 your Committee. About spying on uh, the Trump campaign, about uh, Portland,
1: about federal police, all sorts of stuff. Is that televised or not? I'll bet it is, sure. C-span or what I was have hoping you. it wasn't.
2: <laughs> Why? Less standing on grands? Yes, oh, Why? less spectacle. more chance at actually learning something.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose so, although uh, I think. The Democrats on the committee who control the committee are, are hoping to uh, to spike the ball on Barr, but uh, he will have none of it. And like I said, he's going to bring the thunder.
1: I just heard an interesting term that I'd never heard before. We were kind of talking about this yesterday. What time did we do um, the Thomas Jefferson stuff? I was nobody needed, knows. I need to do that again for anybody who didn't hear it because that quote from Thomas Jefferson about the media and how people. Just want to read something that bolsters their side, even if they know it's not true. Yes. I thought that's amazing. That was from the year 1800, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah. Human nature does not change. And, um, I heard a uh, Britt Hume on Fox saying, uh, young people in newsrooms now have a term and that, 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 that is seen as a bad word. And, uh, I personally need to grow up and, 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 and more fully embrace that times have changed. So we we're talking about how during Jefferson's time, there was no such thing as a newspaper that was even attempting to be uh, fair minded about the news. Mm-hmm. That would have been unheard of. You just, you, ha- you had a position, you advocated it, and you had to read both newspapers and hope to try to figure out on your own, I guess, what's true and what's not. In which argument you you prefer, right. But, um, and then, you know, maybe we've gone back and forth a couple of times, I don't know, but then we went through a period most of my life where you had news outlets that were very well respected for at least trying to present the whole story. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. seems to have gone away, and I need to just fully embrace it and recognize that that's the case and quit. Decrying it or (laughs) condemning people for it, because apparently there's this thing called both sidesism. It's a phrase that young people use and throw at you like there's something wrong with you. Like it's a hey, don't fall for both sidesism here. Oh boy, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought that was interesting too, and it's 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 seen in in you know in the journalist community now as just what 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 are you doing? Right, right. Yeah. We, ha- we are writing about the correct side of this. Don't don't throw in some, well, maybe there was a reason they sent in the, the federal forces or whatever. There's no reason for that. Speaking of which, has there ever been a more pretentious phrase than the
0: right side of history? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. The only value I think there is in continuing to decry it, I mean, you, you just personally have to get over it. But there, I would say, I'm, I'm just a g- guesstimating. I'll just say it's a small percentage of Americans that understand what has happened. They're not into media, you know, reviewing like we are. And they think that the newspapers, the the news shows of today are the same as they grew up with. And they don't bother seeking out diverse opinions because they don't realize they're not getting them. Although, you know, I don't know if it's uh, 20% that have caught on to this uh, new world or 60% or what.
1: Well, I imagine there's a pretty stark age breakdown. Yes. Yeah, I think
0: so. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Do people in bubbles, ideological bubbles, realize they're in bubbles?
1: I don't know. That's Because they
0: automatically reject the very notion of
1: seeking out the other opinion. That's a good... I think everybody assumes they're not in an ideological bubble, even if you are. So that's a weird uh, thing about human nature. It's just like... um... You know, the vast majority of people think they're smarter than other people. Everybody
0: thinks they're a good driver.
1: 70% of people think they're better looking than other people. Mm -hmm. Um, That, you know, it's probably the same sort of thing, I guess. I don't know. Um, I liked it just from a laziness standpoint. When (laughs) there were news outlets that I could count on to. You know, mainstream media has always leaned left, but I could count on getting most of the story right from just watching the CBS Evening News. At least they would mention what the Republicans were saying in reply,
0: for instance.
1: Right. Or at least you'd see the video of uh, windows being smashed and the peaceful protesting, and then they maybe they'd have their spin that it was caused by Trump. But um, you'd see both of it, as opposed to now we've got, you know, well, you've been talking about how people are taking footage of this stuff, and you can only sell it to one side, right? which is really entertaining.
0: For instance, the, uh, the professional progressive liars at NPR continue to s- uh, describe uh, the situation in Portland, uh, night 61 last night, by the way, of violence, as uh, protesters against police brutality. Not a single mention of the militant left involvement in it, the Marxists and anarchists and others. I'll read that. they they pretend it would like Gerald Nadler have you seen this? Have you heard this? We'll play it for you, saying no, that's a myth that's not happening
1: um uh we've got uh representative Dan Crenshaw with the eye patch uh that guy um talking about that very thing a little bit later. I'll read that quote from Jefferson this hour. if you haven't heard it it's it's quite amazing. I mean, I actually thought this is one of those made up things where they it's just a little too perfect,
2: right right. Maybe it is. Abraham Lincoln says don't y- trust TikTok.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: Chinese technology will be the bane of our, you know. The Confederacy is like a microwave. It's cooked too fast. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hilarious uh let's introduce everybody in the squad there's our board operator michelangelo pressing buttons flipping toggles pulling levers how are you this morning michael
2: oh pretty good the other day the movie the 1980 classic airplane was on yeah i caught one. myself watching that but i just was watching this whole thing i thought ah, you could do that today couldn't do that today couldn't do that oh today. really, yeah. really. Just, oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah i happened to catch about most... 10 minutes
0: of that movie the other day michael you're absolutely right I mean, virtually all of the jokes
1: you couldn't do. Yeah. That that movie in particular always brings a, uh, I don't know what year it came out. 1980. 1980. So I was watching it several years after it came out, but I I hadn't seen it, I don't think. Anyway, we ended up watching it, renting a VHS tape or something like that at my apartment in college. And it turned into this giant all-day party with, like, Twenty-five people, and I'll remember that the rest of my life. And it was all centered around this movie, and it just grow. Who wants some more beer and pizza? And it just turned into this crazy, out of control thing. (laughs) Good times. Oh, those were good times. Uh, There is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
2: Uh, Doing very well. Had a had a bit of the the motivation bug uh, bite me yesterday, and. I just started cleaning up some of the chateau relaxo. It'd been—I I, I don't know what happened, but I emerged from the, uh, opened my eyes, and I saw. Wait a minute! This is how I've been living during this, how, this how dirty, pandemic. How dirty is an apartment with one person living there get? Oh, when you when you ignore most things for most times, it can it can get kind of you know really? laundry piles up near uh-huh. the washing machine. I've been I I have literally been using my dryer as a as a drawer for I don't know <laughs> the better part of three weeks. Wow. <laughs> um <laughs> so so it's, awesome. uh, not good not good jack uh but uh but yeah it got a little bit of the momentum and i'm I'm really trying to embrace the all right when you feel this just go with it and and get as much oh, as you can I, done uh, while you yeah. can oh absolutely i
1: learned that a long time ago and don't think that that momentum will continue if you stop for a moment right because it will not. If you think, oh, you know, I'm going to watch the rest of this ball game, and then I'll get back to that. Nah, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, buddy calls. Yeah, you want to, yeah, I yeah, get you know what, I'll, I'll clean when I get home. Uh, nope. <laughs> it's funny, though, when you get in one of those grooves, it's just like
2: there's there's no limit to what you can accomplish, it seems. That's weird. Has that ever been studied? Have papers also, been written about that? No limit to the disgust of myself. I'm like, I can't believe this has gotten <laughs> like this. I, I I need to look into. Have there been psychological papers written on
1: that phenomenon? When you get in the cleaning, organizing groove, being in the mood, yeah, yeah. and it yeah. just it seems effortless at that point. It almost feels like, well, I've become a new person. This is the way
2: I'm going to live the rest of my life. I yeah. just, this is the way I am now. To, to use the line of uh, stand-up comedian Dove Davidoff, if if I were to, if I would have died, and police came into my apartment and and surveyed the scene, they would have said, well, there was definitely a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this,
1: it is Tuesday, July 28th, the year 2020. We are Armstrong and Getty. And we approve of this program.
0: Let's begin officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. Here comes the show at Mark.
2: What is this? I have studied the martial ways of the social justice warrior. Fight me in an argument if you dare. Perish under the sword of my self-righteousness.
1: <laughs> Perish under the sword of my self-righteousness. We've got more on that uh, cartoon that uh, made the rounds yesterday. It's Kind of funny. How does mailbag look?
0: Oh, very nice. The people, they're ready. They're ready to be heard. Huh? They will
1: not be silenced. The people will not be silenced. Yes. There you go.
0: Our people, the good people.
1: The right, the correct people. The right people. Exactly. And uh, I'll have that quote from Thomas Jefferson about uh, media back in the day and how it's the same way now, which is really quite amazing. And everything else that's going on in the world. That's our deal. Text line 415-295-KFTC.
0: Armstrong. The
1: Armstrong and Getty Show. I want something to talk about that's not partisan crap.
2: That's what I want. I'm just so tired of it. Emmy it's nominations exa- out later today, huh? Uh, oh.
1: <laughs> I'm just exhausted by partisan crap. One of the reasons I hate the newspapers going back to the way they used to be, where they have an... It's just so much harder. It's an entiring and, and annoying. I realize there's nothing you can do about it. but
0: Well, the thing that really bothers me is that I know there are uh, millions and millions of good people in the United States who care about this country, who are being misled so badly, and they have no idea. They don't understand that what they're being fed is a, a strange and, 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 and rotten philosophy. But they're hearing it all the time, so they think, well, no, I must be wrong. I I better go along with that. That's what bothers me. Mailbag. Woo! Yeah. 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 Yeah, how about this? Freedom-loving quote of the day from Thomas Sowell. The totalitarian mindset behind the liberal vision shows through in innumerable ways. There are no institutions in America where free speech is so severely restricted than in our politically clara- correct colleges and universities, dominated by liberals. A totalitarian mindset. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, on the topic, sort of kind of uh, bad Tim in Phoenix says, Greetings, gents. Over the weekend, I, haven't, uh, over the weekend, I had an epiphany. I realize Portland is now Oklahoma City, and the rioters are Timothy McVeigh, wanting to take down a federal building. I also drank too much this weekend, but that probably doesn't matter to you. Well, if you have your best epiphanies when you're uh, several drinks in, uh, Bad Tim, who might have criticized Yeah,
1: sometimes your epiphanies when Better you're than drinking than aren't as uh, epiphany-ish when you sober up. Yeah, sometimes the next day you're thinking... Did
0: I, did I forget part of what made that so smart because it sounds kind of dumb. <laughs> this I was morning. going to quit
1: my job and sell my house and move to Key West and it was what was I going to do that for again?
0: <laughs> the always interesting Kevin from Placerville, California. I just, guys, I decided to use the media's tactic. Describing riots as mostly peaceful. I asked my wife, would it be okay for our marriage to be mostly faithful? She said, "Sure, as long as I was okay with my paycheck being mostly alimony."
2: <laughs> the problem with mostly
0: peaceful is that it's not a difference in degree, it's a difference in kind. Something is mostly peaceful and a little violent. It's freaking violent, you lying liars. Uh, and then uh, long time listener uh, Al anonymous. Said, I live in beautiful Eugene, Oregon, and our mayor recently pledged solidarity with the Portland mayor and his bull tactics. Well, on Saturday, we had a group of 200 anarchists move through downtown for over two hours and target the federal house, uh, tag buildings, break windows, tear out street signs, fight with police. I moved here to get away from California politics, and now our dip-ass mayor and governor have gotten in bed with their crap ideology. <laughs> Signed Oscar Award for Idiocracy. Oh, yeah, okay, He's, mm-hmm. he wants an Oscar, given you know, career achievement to the movie Idiocracy.
1: Has that ever happened where they gave a Best Picture Oscar to a movie from 20 years ago? <laughs> I think they should do that. No, no, The Oscar it's about goes to Idiocracy, which came out in 1985, or whenever that came out, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, I feel
0: kind of bad about this, because the only th- thing uh, you can hear about in the news these days is partisan politics and COVID, but I thought this was an interesting take from uh, longtime listener Frank uh, Major League Sports and COVID. Um, how about this as a new idea to end COVID-19? Along with all the young to middle-aged healthy people now getting COVID without consequence, thereby building a firewall to protect the vulnerable, Major League Sports could join in a public way, showing how healthy equals safe, promote healthier lifestyles and thoughtful concern for the elderly and immune compromised, while showing everyone how not to live in abject fear of something they have
1: no first-hand knowledge of. Et cetera. That's nice. It would be interesting to see what the athletes, are any of them going to get beyond mildly sick? Right.
0: Um, I, I wish the, the whole parallel universe thing were true. Many people believe it is.
1: I can't comprehend it because I'm a simpleton. It's got to be true. And I. What? What? If you have an infinite number of universes, it's got to be true. That's the theory. What,
0: where did you come up with that first
1: assumption? Sounds like horse crap to me.
0: Infinite number of universes. There's one universe, and I'm at the center of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. How about this? Uh, this appears to be from a Californian because he re- references uh, Governor Gavin Mussolini. Uh So uh, why does the left want the poor not to be educated? Going into the year with no school, people of means will hire teachers for their children. It's already happening. Meanwhile, the lower-income strata must await the courageous rulings of Governor Newsom and his ilk. How is it okay for the poor not to receive an education? Why is this not being decried by the party of the little guy? Interesting, until you realize that by keeping the poor poor and uneducated, it's much easier to fool and control them. Sad that our public servants are so self-empowering.
1: So many schools that delayed opening because they had the, we've got to make sure every kid has Wi-Fi, has a Chromebook, has all their meals, so we're not going to let anybody learn until we do that. Mm -hmm. That drove a whole bunch of parents who have any means whatsoever to hire tutors and their own teachers and everything like that, thereby widening the gap between the haves and the have-nots when they when they thought they were doing, you know, the opposite at the beginning. Right, and a lot of those haves we're talking about are people
0: of very, very modest means, but they really care about their children oh, and their education. You, sure, you
1: have to make it your highest
0: priority. It goes ahead of practically everything else. So they lose, too, in this equation of progressive uh, utopianism. Yuck. Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Did you just about the violence from Antifa? That's happening in Portland right now. That, riots
0: that's and- that, that's a myth that's being spread only in Washington D.C. About Antifa
1: in Portland? Yes. Democrats cannot for the life of them condemn Antifa and these violent mobs. All right. Whether it's whether it's sugarcoating the behavior as mostly peaceful or Jerry Nadler saying Antifa's a myth. We have remember Eric Swalwell said he's never heard of Antifa. Remember the governor of Washington refused to even acknowledge that Chaz existed at first. There's a pattern here. That's some interesting stuff. That first clip was Jerry Nadler, a uh, Democratic congressman. Um, he was asked about Antifa, and he said Antifa is a myth that's spread only here in Washington, which is a weird response. Uh, yes. Uh, I think I know what he's doing. And then that was Representative Dan Crenshaw on one of the shows last night, uh, uh, showing the pattern of denying that this, this whole thing exists. Right? But that, that that response, that, that, that weirded me out. I'm like, well, what is, what is your angle there? Here's what it is. They have to
0: portray the violence and the rioting as anti-Trump and legitimately anti-Trump, not militants, radicals, Marxists who are trying to tear down the United States and its institutions. Because if they do that, then, you know, how can you make that an argument to get rid of Trump?
1: Uh, There's a new poll out. It's a Harris poll. Is that right? I'll have to look up to make sure that I know that. Yeah, Harris poll. Uh, 77% of respondents say they're concerned that crime is rising in the nation's cities.
0: It absolutely is. Uh, uh, Car crime, break-ins, thefts, uh, etc. is skyrocketing in L.A. It's reached record levels. Just came across that a few minutes ago.
1: And according to Mark Penn of the Harris Polling, uh, he's a Harris Polling director, at the same time they see an increase of violence and crime and are concerned that prosecutors are not prosecuting the crimes, which is happening all across the country. Or
0: getting immediately let out of jail because of the so-called bail reform, or what have you, or fear of the vid.
1: I've told this story several times, uh, going to Target, not that far from the radio station here, and finding out that somebody had broken into, a mob had broken into Target, smashed all the windows, gone in and taken all the cash registers. Mm -hmm. I didn't even hear about it in the news. And as far as I know, nobody was charged with the crime. I didn't hear about anybody being charged. Well, I didn't hear that the crime occurred. And then I certainly haven't heard that anybody was arrested or anything like Mm -hmm. that. So there's definitely a feeling that the the mobs can just smash up whatever they want and nobody ever pays a price for it.
0: I, is remember, interesting. I, I suppose I'd need a constitutional lawyer and, and an ethicist and a priest to answer the following question. But if the word were put out, in no uncertain terms, variety of media, the interwebs, whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, the vid is about if you commit a crime, you will be arrested, you will be jailed, you will be dealt with in the usual way. There is a, a risk that while you are in jail, you will get the vid. So don't commit any crimes. It's especially it's an especially bad idea right now. And then, who the frick cares? These people can't stop doing crimes; they get the vid. And this is this is the
1: this is the root of it, Jack.
0: Right here, Joe's down to the root. You looking for the root? I got a root for you.
1: We're at the blonde strands. Now we're down to the dark root. That's right. It's
0: time for a little honesty. The root is all of this is born of the trend away from self-accountability. Are you responsible for yourself or are you not? And if you're not responsible for yourself, if if it's society made you do it, or even though you know the vids about, you do a crime, you get arrested, you ought to be in jail, well, we can't uh, we can't give him the vid, well, who got him where he is? He did. That's his problem. Don't make his problem my problem by turning him back on the street where he's going to smash into my car at best and maybe smash into my skull to take my stuff. Screw them. I'm tired of this
1: uh, before I get to the Jefferson quote that I promised about the media, I want to go through a couple of headlines. First of all, the uh, Republicans introduced in the Senate their plan for what are they calling it? The uh, the Heals Act. Yeah, I think so. H e a l s, not e e l s. I keep thinking no, Heals Act. That would, that would a be a bunch odd of heels everyone beyond.
2: across. I'm trying to guess what the acronym it's, is. It's, it's, like it's stupid. Whatever. Yeah, how, how hard <laughs> it's, do they it's work? Annoying. How hard
1: do they work to come up with stuff that's care and heal and right? Whatever. But know, anyway, there's uh, that for? The how know. stupid are the people who say, oh, it must be good. It's the Heels Act. <laughs> well, but uh, there's really not that much point in talking about it until it goes back and forth a couple of times because it's a negotiation. And that's the opening gambit. So right. we'll hear more about that in the coming days or weeks. I don't know how long it's going to take. Uh,
2: <laughs> health, economic assistance, liability protection and schools. There you go. Heels, Duh, liability right. protection. Fine. Heels. Heels.
1: <laughs> uh, the first presidential debate has been moved from Notre Dame because of coronavirus concerns to Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland. Still no date. So the first presidential are, debate will be in Cleveland. Are Catholics particularly vulnerable to the vid or what? I don't what, know. what does that even mean? Uh, Trump's national security advisor tested positive for the bat flu. So Uh I suppose the president can't talk to him face-to-face for a while. Meanwhile, the Trump administration is dispatching an additional 100 federal agents to quell protests and riots in Portland, according to an internal email reviewed by the Washington Post, which to me means it's as likely not true as true. Sure, coin flip. Um, Google has extended their work-from-home status for 200,000 employees to July of 2021. Woof. Next July. So talking about, you know, the the restructuring of some downtowns across America and all that sort of stuff and office space and all the, the various conversations that uh, I've been reading about mostly in the Wall Street Journal. Boy, there's a good one right there. 200,000 employees that are not going to go back into the office till July of 2021. Well, by then, everybody is going to, you know... G- a company like Google will clearly have figured out a way to operate perfectly fine with yeah. people at a distance. I don't, everybody, think, everybody, I don't think they're going back no. at 2021. No, I don't yeah. think so either. And, um, and, and people will have had to set up their home office in such a way that they can be fully functional. Yeah, It'd be hard to make the argument for why they ever go back. By the name of David Bonson wrote a
0: piece in the New York Post that I thought was really compelling. Why New York business leaders need to push hard to reopen fast. And this speaks exactly to what you guys were talking about, and I'll just hit you with a little bit of it. Um, He said, uh, with people not coming to work, New York will no longer be New York, or won't be New York again. Who is captured in this downstream impact I refer to? The dry cleaners, no longer having men and women drop off their suits for weekly press. The shoe shiners, no longer seeing men, blah, blah. The deli workers, the coffee shop folks, the bus boys, the bartenders. And he goes on and describes a lot of uh, folks like that. Um I happened to pick up dry cleaning yesterday because I'm terrible at ironing and refuse to do it. And I was talking to the guy who runs the place, I've known him for years, and he said, How are you guys still working as much as normal? I said, Oh yeah, yeah, just less revenue. And <laughs> and uh and he said um they used to do what do you call it, runs or whatever, whatever the term you used, washing, pressing, hanging clothes seven days a week. Now it's two. Yeah.
1: Two days well, a week. <sighs> Yeah, I I feel bad for the individual businesses and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but some of this was a change that I think was coming.
0: Oh yeah, there's an upside to virtually everything. Yeah, it's I just mean, a, not getting set on fire, for instance, or you know being eaten by a bear. But most things, there's
1: an upside. The to The bear is no longer hungry. There's an theory. upside for the bear. Yeah, exactly. Right? Why am I so selfish? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, The governor of Texas has extended the state's early voting period by six days. They already had early voting. They've had six days to it, which means they'll start voting for president October 13th. What? Wow. Why do we even talk about election day anymore? I guess because that's when the voting ends. But the idea is kind of a quaint idea at this point. Yeah. But yeah, that the idea that that's when America goes to the polls. Yeah. And all that sort of stuff is getting crazier uh, every cycle and if it's if voting starts October 13th any sort any sort of october surprise that that notion has kind of got to go out the window. you can't time either either as journalists or a political campaign you can't time something like that anymore I think you got to go with October 1st. Stay ahead of it. Although part of the October surprises were, though, there wasn't time to recover or for people to die down. They dropped the George W. Bush got a DUI days before everybody voted. Mm -hmm. He and Karl Rove think that cost him a million votes. Really? Mm -hmm. With evangelicals. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, and, you know, times have changed that much in 20 years, too. But um, the idea that he had driven drunk one time, uh, they think, cost him a million votes. Well, if, you know, you drop it early October, by the time November, first week of November gets around, eh, you've calmed down. He's explained it. It's blah. fun, blah, blah.
0: right? Yeah. Well, here's uh, an upside to something very ugly. These days, you couldn't keep the surprise secret. Some staffer would want the ego trip and connection of leaking it to, you know, some big WAPO reporter, a New York Times reporter. That surprise would come out early.
1: So I think the whole concept is dead. Trump's October surprise is going to be, surprise, I'm Hitler! (laughs) (laughs) I'm not leaving! I'm joking, of course, because the idiots on Morning Joe actually believe that's going to happen.
0: They really Uh. (laughs) ought to pay a price for for stupidity that profound. I mean, anybody who says that, there ought to be an accounting for that. You should have to write an apology or something. Listen, I got swept up. I said something completely insane. In retrospect, (laughs) it was childlike stupidity. The institutions of our government are 5,000 times stronger than they would need
1: to be. To boot out a guy who refused to leave office. I hate to even play this game through because it's like, you know, I'm getting pulled down to that level. But if Donald Trump come noon on January 20th, if he lost... If he says, I'm not leaving, the Secret Service would immediately say, well, you're a private citizen and you're not allowed in this building, and they'd put him in handcuffs and take him out of the building. Right. End of story. Everybody from <laughs> Mitch
0: McConnell to Nancy Pelosi would say, no, uh, no, 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 no. You don't you need live to here. Go now. The president lives here. <laughs> Whether it was Obama or Trump, or <laughs> well, right. the very notion is hilarious.
1: Exactly. I'm not a fan of Hitler.
0: There you go. That settles it.
1: <laughs> Anyway, to the Jefferson stuff, I promise, because I just thought this was so amazing. Yes. Uh, TJ is due. Thomas Jefferson testified to the ugliness of the trade of journalism when he described what he looked for in a good editor. He lamented that such a person would have to set his face against the demoralizing practice of feeding the public mind habitually on slander and the depravity of taste. Defamation is becoming a necessity of life. In so much that a dish of tea in the morning or evening cannot be digested without this stimulant. People need their attack on the other side in the morning with breakfast or at <coughs> night before they go to bed. You, We just all need it. A little fix of look how awful they are and how good we are. Yes, I do need that. Tell me that's not true <laughs> today as it was then. Ugh. Even those who do not believe these abominations still read them and betray a secret pleasure in the possibility that some may believe them, though they do not themselves. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, At least it's a blow for our side. That's my favorite part. Of course, I don't believe it. That's silly. But there are plenty of people who do, thank God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is what politics really is. That's
1: hilarious yeah. that that was that true 200 years ago. Yeah.
0: Uh, part of the progressive vision that makes me insane is they think they can change human nature. He would have killed it on Twitter.
1: Oh, he would have. been Oh, good TJ was
0: a eloquent and B nasty.
1: I think he might have got canceled for having slaves. <laughs> That's true. No, you you don't understand.
0: In this scenario, he'd be modern. He would, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably wouldn't wear the long
1: coat and everything. Because yeah. <laughs> that, you know. You make one off color joke
2: and you're going to lose your
1: Twitter account. I think having slaves would have. Did you see who
2: just got suspended in the last 25 minutes? Uh oh, no. Who? Uh, Donald Trump Jr. got, got suspended, suspended by the Twitter machine. Yeah, huh? yeah. Suspended right. for for 12 hours. He can't tweet or retweet. So oh, in the re-tweet. penalty box. Retweet. Yeah, that's that's a different thing. That has to do with farms.
1: Let's uh. Well, well let's find out what tweet got him canceled when we come back. This will be things. fun. I can't wait. <laughs>
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Have you ever tried whole grain bread? It's far better for you. Not everyone can afford organic stores, Carmen. Maybe you should check your Privilege. I just meant that eating too much processed food is a big factor in weight gain, and I- what? Big people shouldn't be proud of who they are? Uh, no, of course not. I mean, ask your doctor, and he will tell you- He? Why would you assume the doctor is he? Is it because you assume a woman can't be a doctor? Oh, what is this? I have studied the martial ways of the social justice warrior. Fight me in an argument if you dare. Perish Shh. under the sword of my self-righteousness. That's good. That's a fun cartoon. That's good. <laughs> for the kids. A little something on Saturday morning for <laughs> you. <Exactly. laughs>
1: oh, boy. I have studied the martial arts of the social justice warrior. Perish under the sword of self-righteousness? self Is that what it was? Under yeah, my sword of self-righteousness. Uh, so Donald Trump Jr. got... Booted off Twitter for retweeting this doctor's video thing that got booted off Facebook and everything else. Yeah, a handful uh, of
0: folks uh, sent it to us. Look, somebody just sent it to us um, like
1: three minutes ago again. Is this the doctor video? The
0: doctor video, yeah.
1: It's called America's Frontline Doctors, but the website that they have appears to be just a week and a half old. Which doesn't mean it's fake, necessarily. Mm-hmm. They could have gotten together and created a website. Sure. They wanted to get the word out. They got together. It's the American way. But uh, whatever. Anyway, so it's considered a...
2: Is it fake doctors, or does anybody know what it is yet? Um, They seem to be real doctors, but a lot of people are accusing them of peddling either half-truths or just outright misinformation about the COVID thing. They are uh, pushing back against mask effectiveness, um, they were once again touting the well, the hydroxychloroquine mm-hmm. thing because yeah. that, so that's that's back in the news. Yay, yeah, um, and, and yeah. So the, the, it's the same dance that's been done a long time, but now there are uh, there is a group of doctors that are being presented as a, a counterweight to, I guess, the Fauci narrative. I love how you know when
0: doctors are going to hold a press conference of that sort, they've got to be in the white coat. You know, so you know, you're like me, uh, you know. Talking about the radio industry with a pair of headphones on. I
2: mean, <laughs> why are you in your lab coat? Do you not have any regular clothes? It's like when an NBA player does a PSA for kids reading, and they're in the library in, like, full jersey. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, my,
0: my, my favorite version of that
2: is, as a uh, San Francisco Giants
0: fan, is uh, I think Buster Posey, their all-star catcher, pitches uh, Toyotas, I think. And he's always there in the yeah. showroom in his full gear. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> sure, Buster. Just in case somebody <laughs> hurls a fastball
2: your way.
1: So today is the day, or this Didn't week? Did we figure out what uh, Donald Trump Jr. got kicked off for? What is the It retu- was, she- oh, was, was sharing was the that video, thing?
2: yeah.
1: Oh.
0: oh, for goodness sakes. I, I, all right. I give up on the social media. He, he was, it's are
2: crazy. It's more of a timeout than anything. He, was, he can't tweet or retweet for 12 hours. He can still direct message. Because he saw these doctors and thought, wow, that's,
0: that's cool. I agree with them. So... Amplifying that message got him suspended. Our, our wise overlords in social media so, have ruled. Okay,
1: so his dad retweeted some stuff, though. So has Twitter decided that we can't kick the president? I off. feel That'd like too that's big kind of
2: what it is. Yeah, it's got to be because they they've got to realize that we just can't. That that's a hornet's nest of incomprehensible. <laughs> well, and they should side effects. No, no, <laughs> I, you, I agree
1: you've got to. You've got <laughs> you know let the public decide what what they think of what the president of the United States is saying, whether they like it or not. But you can't. You can't just,
2: like, try to hide it from people. Right. That would be weird. I'm reminded yeah. of something that Bill Maher said several weeks back about a lot of this. And people have to develop their own immunity to BS. You, you can't remove things that you don't like out of the fear that, you know, the, some people might believe this or, or whatever, right? Like, it has to be a self-regulation sure. of the information that you process. Well, we've got to
1: figure out, and I don't know this, and I haven't read this whole article, is this just like a handful of doctors who disagree with the other doctors? Because we should hear from them, too. And if we decide, okay, there's only six doctors in the whole country that feel that way, then you make your own decision. But sure. Because we, well, remember, we there were the doctors from California that had a way different view than a lot of people early on. Mm-hmm. And it got a lot of traction in social media and a lot of pushback and that sort of thing. But right.
0: they were legit. Well, as uh, no less than Gandhi informed us, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you. I mean, it's, it's, do we really need to be suppressing these voices just because they're not in the minor uh, in the majority? I mean, these guys might be wrong; they might be crackpots. I don't know, but I'm not hurt by hearing them. Well, completely,
1: fa- if they were completely fake doctors and they got they bought lab coats and they're spreading completely fake stuff, you okay with Twitter taking that down? I'm not a fan of
0: the the, the social media's efforts to censor. I think no, it doesn't work. Terrible. It doesn't work. Right. Yeah and Getty.